and welcome to Radio Nova's Morning Glory podcast. Podcast. The, the New party. Year's New Year's podcast. Oh, Jesus. What? I do that every... You should know by now. This is like the seventh one we've done. I know. Whatever day it is, it could be the Saturdayist, Saturdayist podcast. No, it's always the Pottiest, Pottiest podcast. But these are special ones. Well, I suppose New so. Year's, New Year's, New Year's podcast. Well, it's not really New Year because it's the stuff from the whole last year. Yeah, I know, but we're on the way into the New Year. True that. The bestiest, bestiest of the year podcast. That'll do. Right. Um, i tell you one thing that I learned from listening back to our show this year. Go on. It's bloody random. <laughs> yeah, we talk a lot of twaddle. It's really random. And you know what? Everybody who calls, calls with absolute random. I love that though. Love it. It's like... That's the stuff that happens when you're sitting around with your family. Yeah. You end up talking nonsense. Nonsense and mm. funny rubbish mm. and all that sort of stuff. And that's what it's like talking with everyone. For our little podcast today, you'll get a little snapshot of what the year has been like. There's highbrow bits, including poetry. There was poetry? There was poetry. Oh, yeah. All of that to come on the podcast. Morning Glory. On Radio Nova. The bits we liked from during the year. Actually, we had a little bit of a run-in with government, sort of, uh, during the year. Back in January, when we were invited up to Leinster House. Oh, it was. We left here uh, at around mm, 10 past 12-ish, and we headed up towards Leinster House with our uh, nearly 5,000 signatures and comments in hand to present uh, to Noel Rock, TD, who is putting forward this bill to legislate for fair ticket prices and the uh, outlawing of ticket reselling over face value. Thank you for getting involved in that over the last week or so. Yeah, way down with paper we were we yesterday. Were, yeah. So we got up to Leinster House and Noel very kindly said, lads, would you, would you like a quick cup of tea inside? Yeah. And we were like, all right. <laughs> so, uh, and then of course, once we were in the doors, we were kind of running around like children going, oh my goodness, oh, oh, look at this. Oh my God. Oh, it's the Can't flag that JFK presented. Yeah, corridors of power, you know, yeah. pictures of JFK on the wall presenting flags to the, you know, to the joint houses of the Oireachtas and stuff like that. We got to see the Senate chamber, the doll yeah. chamber. It was really bloody interesting. And but you can't help but get carried away with the whole thing, which some of us actually did get a little carried away, Marty Miller. Well, first of all, the first thing I noticed, right... <laughs> How clean Leinster House is. It's absolutely mm, spotless. spotless inside. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Paint job. There isn't a, a, a paint mark on, no. on the walls. The, you know, everything is, is flawless. But uh, Noel was showing us around yesterday and he said, oh, look at this, lads. You see this big, massive book cabinet here now? It's just sitting there in the corridor before the stairs where you go into the doll chamber. Mm. And he said that that was actually given to us now by the uh, lads over in uh, Westminster. That, that's where it yeah. came from. It came from there. I was like, oh, right, right. And we were looking at it and it was all books and it was all very nice. Then what happened? So, um, Deputy Rock told us a little story about a secret compartment in said bookcase. Yeah. And then Deputy Miller decided, <laughs> no. I think it's a good time to have a selfie here. I'm gonna have find, I have to find out where this little secret compartment is where they used to stash certain Ooh. secret things. Yeah. <laughs> so, Deputies Miller and Producer Clint <laughs> wandered over to the bookcase and had a little poke around on the thing and uh, managed to open said secret compartment there's a, there's a column which just looks like it's a normal divider of book cabinet yeah. and you can pull it open and inside there's about five shelves and it's about I'd say 10 foot high yeah it's and it's a beautiful looking thing and then you open it and producer Clint over there is taking a photo of you being all naughty <laughs> yeah. I'm talking to In Leinster House I'm talking to Deputy Rock about the American Constitution yeah and woof, 
Suddenly Security Security alert Break through the window On ropes Like a SWAT team Down the stairs Tumbling You know uh, and, and the next thing We were just all on the ground With our arms behind our backs An international incident <laughs> occurred We nearly get thrown out Of Leinster House Thanks to you over there Yeah thanks Poor old Deputy Rock's getting an earful I know because apparently You're not supposed to open the secret cabinet Or not supposed to show anyone That there's a secret cabinet I don't there. think you're supposed to know about it And you're not supposed to take photos Of the secret cabinet Yeah and we're after telling thousands of people About the secret cabinet now It's like cabinet within cabinet Oh would you look hey. what he's done hey. there Because it's a cabinet Yeah In cabinet yeah. buildings Yes I get it That's a joke Morning Glory on Radio Nova. The bits we like from during the year, where in April we were celebrating poetry. Highbrow on our show, you know. Okay, today's Connor and Marty uh, on MG Radio Nova. And the music they did please into our day they did ease. One was thick, the other is smarty. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, Margo. I like your style, Margo. That, that's, that's really good. <laughs> Correct me if I was wrong. As I said to Clint, I haven't even had my first cup of coffee. Oh, no, you sound very well, together, Margo. You did very well for that. I yes, know. We'll yes, give yes, you that yes. one. You're in the you're in the draw anyway for the, for a copy of Soundings. <laughs> oh, gosh. I know, I know. It's <laughs> all coming flashing back. Okay. Anyway, listen, I really enjoy you guys. Oh, we you like start your style. my day so well. Thank you so much Thank for you, your Margo. poem. We like, we okay. like your poem very much. Danny's there as well. Hello, Danny. How are you? Well, lads, how's it going? Go on. Hit us with it. Uh, thank you for your picture. I thought it was very nice, so I put it in the attic to scare away the mice. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> I like it. Uh, yeah, I think sweet. Me, I think my granny used to say it to me years ago, so just... <laughs> Ian the Trucker has been on. Radio Nova is the station of the year. No others come close of that. There's no fear. You play the best music from new to old and you acquired John Clark with his jukebox of gold. That's great. So to all the people who go and listen to the rest, you're all missing out big time. Because Nova is the best. Very good. Thank Very you, Ian the Trucker. Yes. Now, yes. another one from Antoinette Heffernan. Nova slays, magic plays, rock not pop, tunes not croons. DJ banter, lots of laughter, driving pleasure for good measure. No other station sates the nation. That's my take. I love Hake. <laughs> you know what? I love Hake too, Antoinette. <laughs> I'm Just partial to a little Hake. Yeah, I'm partial to a little Hake. Tony says... Mary had a little lamb Uh-oh. full of fricks and frolics. It tried to jump a barbed wire fence and ripped its little leg. <laughs> Hello, Eddie. How are you? Good morning, Marty. How are you? Great, man. We're really, really good. You've written us the best poem ever, and it's called A Day in the Life. You've taken some inspiration from Beatles. I have indeed, yeah. Come on, then. Read it to us because it's great. Okay. I wake up, I get dressed, I put on the radio, I am blessed. For there on the wireless, they play a good mix. Shame about the jocks, a pair of dicks. There's Marty the drummer, who couldn't beat an egg. And Connor the golfer, with his gammy leg. And Siobhan the ref, who stuck in between. Bampa the bumper, the Aussie news queen. The three stooges, who brightened my day, Radio Nova, all the way. Beautiful, Eddie. Nicely done. Beautiful. We like your style, fella. Eddie, for that piece of genius that should be in this book... We're going to get you a copy of Soundings, the Leaving Cert poetry book, yes. and send it out to you. Yes. 
Yes. Oh, you really don't have to. Oh, are you sure? <laughs> but we'll also, yeah. we'll also, as a bonus, we'll write our poems into the back of soundings. There you go. Yeah. Oh, that's sold it. That's okay. sold it. Right, we'll then. doodle and graffiti all over it and See stuff man. as well. Marty was oh, here. <laughs> Marty <Right>. loves D. <laughs> Morning Glory. On Radio Nova. So from highbrow poetry one moment to basic structure of English another moment. This is where our show is just so random. For example, the day I asked Connor, why don't we have a meat monger? You go to a butcher. Yeah. Because it's the art of butchery, of butchering an animal for its various uh, cuts of meat and all the rest. (laughs) (laughs) How is it when you go and you want a new phone, you don't go to the phone monger? Like, why is a fish monger or a cheese monger a monger, but yet somebody who sells sweets is not a sweet monger? I'm going to say that it's a historical thing in back in the uh, Middle Ages, perhaps. Go on. The word monger was used as a purveyor of those goods. So, therefore, a cheesemonger or a fishmonger. Or phonemonger. They didn't the have phones. So, phonemonger <laughs> wasn't really an issue. Okay, no, straw. Like, straw would have been a massive commodity in the Middle Ages. So, would you go to the strawmonger? No, or I a think farmer? that was more of a, a barter and trade deal rather than a, a monging issue. <laughs> a mongering <laughs> issue. <laughs> this whole thing is mongered. I don't know. Like, what? what? Uh, no, I don't. I'm just, I'm just, just curious. The, I'm curious as to know as to why we don't go to a meatmonger for meat. Uh, me, well, you know? because, because uh, a, a butcher. I know the, what I'm, I know they, we go to a butcher's because, because that's a trade that that's an actual thing that they do. So you're saying that if you're in charge of fish, that it's not a trade, that it's just some sap selling fish. Well, no, because the fisherman or fisherwoman yeah. back in the day yeah. would have caught and done the thing with the fish, and then the fishmonger just sells the product. Oh. Same thing with the cheese maker. Right. Blessed are the cheese makers, by the way. Right. Um, they so that was a skill. They were the ones okay. making the product, right, 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 whereas okay. the butcher would actually right. carve up the meat. So, if you were to go to oh a God, scaremonger, <laughs> if you were to go to a scaremonger, are you buying a fright? <laughs> Paul, how's it going? Good morning. <laughs> uh, what was your question? Yeah, I mean, if I just have a a little joke, well, not a joke, but. You used to ask, ask us, um, why does a brick layer lay bricks and a plumber doesn't lay plums? <laughs> because because, because, because he, he's, a, he's a plumber, not a plum layer. You see, if he was a plum layer now, he'd be, <laughs> he'd be laying plums. Uh, thanks for the uh, shout, man. Thank uh, you so much, Paul. Mick is there as well. Hello, Mick. How are you? How are you going, lad? Not too bad. Um, mongering, what is your feelings? What are you mongering? As it goes back to well, probably Victorian or Georgian times and they were dealing on the on the street, just straight off the boat. A fishmonger is actually classed as a dealer or a trader. It's an old name for a dealer or a trader. Compared okay. to someone who used to who used to peddle fish, you know, that maybe who can they'd get a couple of fish and they'd rob it here or there and they'd peddle it. You know, uh, they were actually a register they were registered traders and dealers. As opposed to a peddler of fish or yeah, iron. A peddler or of fish. Some of them go catch a few fish in a boat and come and sell them to the neighbours or whatever it was. Okay, so the lad, the lad who was doing it illegally was a monger, was he? No, the lad who was doing it illegally was a peddler. Right. Oh, okay. The legal fella who was had, the monger. He was the monger. He right. may, he may he have had a, a stall or something. I'm with you. A stall or a shop, yeah. And he, right. he was... He was a, le- it's a, le- he was a, a legal trader. I'm a with you. Legal trader. Uh, you, see, you learn something new every day. Mm, right? You really do. Well, sure. 
Thank you, Mick. That's why I did anyway. No, thank you. No, thank you, because we just didn't know. I mean, that's cleared it up. (laughs) Big time. Really? Morning Glory on Radio Nova. Lovely to have a full studio session with all of the boys from Aslan earlier in the year when they came in and did some Rolling Stones for us.
Morning Glory on Radio Nova. It was this year that we were remembering, it was back in August, wasn't it, that we were remembering Elvis Presley 40 years on after his passing. And we got chatting about, we, we did a big old special show, but one of the highlights for me of that day was when Patrick called double four zero four one hundred because he met Elvis near Graceland. Yeah, uh, hi guys. Good are. morning. Today is my birthday too, so that's oh. how I remember his anniversary as well. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I was over in Memphis in the States with the Elvis Presley fan club from the UK, mm-hmm. and we were going downtown Memphis to see the usual bits and pieces, and I noticed head to heading towards the Stax recording studio, there was a stuff Blackhawk, mm-hmm. mm. which is, I think there was only three of them in America at the time, and I knew Elvis had had one. Right. And uh, next thing I know, I see Sonny West and Red West getting out of the limo. Go away. And then out of the back, they open the door, comes the king. <laughs> and I was kind of maybe, say, 10, 12 feet from him, and he stopped, and he kind of looked at me, and I looked at him, and uh, I kept walking, and the boys kind of, you know, stepped in front of him. They always said, no, no. So I just shook hands yeah. and said, uh, couldn't say an awful lot. He stood there like a gum, maybe he thought it was dumb or something, you know. And I got his autograph. And um, that's my memories. And uh, I just couldn't believe it, you know. Did he sign it to you, Patrick? To me, yeah. Yeah, I have it framed here at home. I bet you do. I'd love to see a picture of that. Can you can you lash one into us? Um, I can. I have uh, got him to autograph uh, the back of an album as as well that I just happened to have bought. So I have two. Okay, and and you didn't get a photo with uh, Elvis, no, did you? I, no, I was just saying to your colleague there. I at that time I didn't even have a camera. Oh my god! I know. I know. But if no. only. 1974, you will never forget the day you met Elvis Presley and he signed a little something for you. Yeah, absolutely. Brilliant. Brilliant. You know, it was great. And listen, guys, thank you so much for paying that tribute. Ah, you're welcome. You're You're very welcome. Brilliant. Morning Glory. On Radio Nova. That, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, was the best of our year. God, that's saying something. (laughs) Okay, not not quite the best of the Uh, year. Just the stuff that we managed to find in a file somewhere and threw it into this. It was easy to put together. Yeah, that stuff, right? Thank you for listening to Radio Nova. Thank you for checking out the podcast. Now on iTunes. Oh, we will never be anywhere near the top of the charts no. but you know you'll have to search no. and listen let's hope for our sakes and for the sakes of our bank accounts mm. that we're back next year mm. otherwise if you see us give us a sandwich or something or cash either way yeah bye thank you for listening to the Radio Nova podcast, podcast.